Truth and Transcendence. Brought to you by Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. Truth and Transcendence, episode 101. Well, for the first episode in the second hundred of these of this podcast, I'd like to talk about a beautiful piece that I found in a book called The Art of Happiness, which is co-written by the Dalai Lama and Howard C. Cutler. This was given to me some years ago. I was in one of those periods of time when I was seeking for happiness. How do I find happiness? How do I be happy? And a friend gave me this book, which was written in 1998. And this book is a delight. It has quite a few challenges in it, along with a number of beautiful words of affirmation and encouragement. So this piece I'm going to read to you today is from near the end of the book in which the Dalai Lama explains the important connection between the possession of a spiritual dimension to our lives and the experience of true happiness. I hope you like this piece. So the Dalai Lama says, In speaking of having a spiritual dimension to our life, we can identify our religious beliefs as one level of spirituality. And now regarding religion, if we believe in any religion, that's good. But even without a religious belief, we can still manage. In some cases, we can manage even better. But that's our own individual right. If we wish to believe, good. If not, it's all right. But then there's another level of spirituality. That is what I call basic spirituality. Basic human qualities of goodness, kindness, compassion, caring. Whether we are believers or non-believers, this kind of spirituality is essential. I personally consider this second level of spirituality to be more important than the first, because no, no matter how wonderful a particular religion may be, it will still only be accepted by a limited number of human beings, only a portion of humanity. But as long as we are human beings, as long as we are members of the human family, all of us really need these basic spiritual values. Without these, human existence remains hard, very dry. As a result, none of us can be a happy person. Our whole family will suffer, and then eventually society will be more troubled. So it becomes clear that cultivating these kinds of basic spiritual values becomes crucial. He goes on to say, In seeking to cultivate these basic spiritual values, I think we need to remember that out of the, say, 5 billion human beings on this planet, which at the time that was the number of people on the planet, I I think perhaps 1 or 2 billion are very sincere, genuine believers in religion. Of course, when I refer to sincere believers, I'm not including those people who simply say, for example, I am Christian, mainly because their family background is Christian, but in daily life may not consider very much about the Christian faith or actively practice it. So excluding these people, I believe that there are perhaps only around 1 billion who sincerely practice religion. That means that 4 billion, the majority of the people on this earth, are non-believers. So we must still find a way to try to improve life 
for this majority of the people. The four billion people who aren't involved in a specific religion. Ways to help them become good human beings, moral people, without any religion. Here, I think that education is crucial. Instilling in people a sense that compassion, kindness and so on are the basic good qualities of human beings, not just a matter of religious subjects. Earlier, we spoke at greater length about the prime importance of human warmth, affection and compassion in people's physical health, happiness and peace of mind. This is a very practical issue not religious theory or philosophical speculation. It is a key issue. And I think that this is in fact the essence of all the religious teachings of the different traditions. But it remains just as crucial for those who choose not to follow any particular religion. For those people, I think we can educate and impress upon them that it's all right to remain without any religion, but be a good human being, a sensible human being, with a sense of responsibility and commitment for a better, happier world. In general, it is possible to indicate your particular religious or spiritual way of life through external means, such as wearing certain clothes, or having a shrine or altar in your house, or doing recitations and chanting, and so on. There are ways of demonstrating that externally. However, these practices or activities are secondary to conducting a truly spiritual way of life, based on the basic spiritual values. Because it is possible that all of these external religious activities can still go along with a person's harbouring a very negative state of mind. But true spirituality should have the result of making a person calmer, happier, more peaceful. All of the virtuous states of mind compassion, tolerance, forgiveness, caring, and so on. These mental qualities are genuine dharma, or genuine spiritual qualities, because all of these internal mental qualities cannot coexist with ill feelings or negative states of mind. So, engaging in training or a method of bringing about inner discipline within one's mind is the essence of a religious life, an inner discipline that has the purpose of cultivating these positive mental states. Thus, whether one leads a spiritual life depends on whether one has been successful in bringing about that disciplined, tamed state of mind and translating that state of mind into one's daily actions. And there the passage comes to a close. So I find that a particularly beautiful passage because I love the balanced view that the Dalai Lama has of recognised religions and the basic spiritual principles of life. And I also love the way he very pragmatically makes a connection between having a spiritual dimension in our lives and feeling happy. And how that happiness is also predicated on taking care of ourselves and how it also affects everybody around us. So whether or not you prefer his particular approach, because he comes from a particular tradition, which he, of course, has been immersed in for his entire life, and and many people would say for many incarnations of, of a life, 
whether or not you actually resonate to that, whether that appeals to you, I think a lot of what he has to say is well worth reflection and meditation. And something that I always find a useful thing to do is to ask myself, am I on a spiritual path? Do I have a spiritual dimension to my life? And how much of my attention is on that? And how much of my attention is on more uh, base um, survival matters, if you like? And does that matter to me? And does that ebb and flow? And is that okay? So I think at this time in the world, it's, it's a really good time to think about this sort of thing, because a lot of people are experiencing new beginnings. Uh, a lot of people have been experiencing endings and changes, losses, all kinds of experiences, triumphs, successes, and so on. We're all experiencing something different. And what, whatever we're experiencing, I think it's always a good time to pause and consider what is the spiritual dimension in my life and how connected to that am I? So I highly recommend this beautiful book, The Art of Happiness by the Dalai Lama and Howard C. Cutler. And I'll put the link to the book on Amazon in the show notes. And I want to wish you a beautiful week and may the spiritual dimension of your life flourish and bring you much happiness, peace and fulfillment. And may that also flood over into those you love and those you're involved with, whether personally or professionally. Thank you for listening. Please tell your friends about Truth and Transcendence. Please like, review and subscribe. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Oh, and I nearly forgot. If you'd like to know more about my work, please check out yesyounow.today. Have a great week. You've been listening to Truth and Transcendence, the regular weekly podcast from Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. For more information, head to yesyounow.today forward slash podcast.